message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Oh Lord, thank you Father. Daddy asked me to tell you a story. Some of you know the story of a man and his wife that came to the church in the Butemeta. And after some time, we didn't see the wife again. So we followed up and asked, what's the problem? And she said, uh, since the day she came to the church, she had not been able to fly again. She was a witch. Couldn't fly again. Not coming back to your church. And not allow me to fly again to meetings at night. Well, the Lord asked me to tell you that story because he said, there's someone here. He said that all the witches in your family are grounded from now. In First Kings chapter 19, from verse 19 to 21, First Kings 19, from verse 19 to 21, Elijah threw his mantle on Elisha. That's the first time Elisha had a brush with the power of God, a breath of the Almighty. But then came Second Kings chapter two, from verse nine to fifteen. Second Kings chapter two. Oh. Well, let me say amen to this before I tell you. The Lord said before the end of the first quarter of this year, I will blow into you a miracle so big. For the rest of the year, you will see things you are dreaming. In 2 Kings chapter 2, from verse 9 to 15, Elisha had a taste of fresh air. The Bible said Elijah went up by a wild wind to heaven. And all of a sudden, Elisha, who was a son of a prophet, became the prophet. Within a day, he reached a height that he could only dream about.
We're going to pray prayer number six. And we are going to use modern language. You're going to say, Father, breathe on me. Give me a booster of your power tonight. Give me a booster of your power tonight. That I might reach the top quickly and easily. Give me a booster, a second dose of your power that I may reach the top quickly and easily. Number seven. Fresh air coming, keeping the fire burning permanently. The Almighty God said in Leviticus chapter 6, verse 13, Leviticus chapter 6, verse 13, he said, the fire on his altar must never go out. God is saying that those of you who are children of the Almighty God, number one, you must never backslide. And in the name that's above every other name, you will never backslide. Number two, He's saying, those of you who are being hot, you will never become cold. You won't lose your fire. Hmm. Thank you, Father. I hope you are paying attention to all God is saying tonight. The sermon may be brief, but to me it's loaded. Daddy says, my sheep hear my voice, but few hear my whisper. And he described the whisper as the small, still voice. He asked me to tell someone here tonight, from tonight onward, you'll be hearing my whisper. He said the fire must not go out. Why? Because if the fire goes out, even if you reignite it, the period between the fire going out and a new fire being lit can be full of danger. 
As long as the fire is burning, you can keep flies away. If the fire goes out, flies can move in. And you know flies is a symbol of demons. You know what happened in Judges chapter 16? From verse 18 to the end. Judges 16, from verse 18 to the end. When the fire of Samson went out, immediately the enemy moved in. They plugged out his eyes. They bound him. They took him to the house of their idols and they asked him to be singing and dancing for them. Anything that will send you back to the witch doctors will never happen to you in Jesus' name. The danger with backsliding, with the fire going out, is that the wound may heal, but the scar will remain. You will never backslide in Jesus' name. Your fire will never go out. But do you know that fire needs fresh air to keep burning? Fresh air must come to keep the fire going. It's enough, it's good enough to have the fire burning, but you must keep on supplying it with fresh air. In Acts chapter 6 from verse 1 to 8, Acts chapter 6 from verse 1 to 8, the Bible talked about the choice of the original deacons, including Stephen, Philip, and others. And he said one of their qualifications is that they must be full of the Holy Spirit. They were full of the Holy Spirit. And yet, the apostles she laid hands on them. They gave them a fresh dose of fire. No human being is going to lay hands on you today. But God himself will do so. I've told you this story before. I'm about to close. I told you it will be quick. And we went to America to attend Kenyatta Camp meeting way back in 1979. Quite a few of us left from Nigeria. We didn't go together, but we met there. 
And when I saw what was going on, naked demonstration of the power of God, miracles of all kinds. We'll be having miracles at home, but I'm talking of, well, something special. I made up my mind, I must see this man before I go back to Africa. They told me it's not possible. You can't see him. I said, ah. <laughs> I didn't come all the way from Africa without a touch of fresh air. Anyway, I got the appointment. When my colleagues heard that I've gotten the appointment, they jumped on the bad wagon. And we went in to see the man of God, almost as usual. And they gave us 15 minutes. And we got in, the man of God turned to us. Yes, what can I do for you? I'm the one who arranged the meeting. But those who followed me started talking. One said, Sir, I want to be distributing your tapes in Africa. Okay. Another one said, I want to be distributing your books. Okay. Another one said, I want to be distributing your magazines. Okay. Finally, he turned to me. Young man, what do you want? I said, sir, everything in you that makes you you, that's what I want. He said, what? I repeated myself. Was shocked. So he called for his secretary. This one is asking for books, give him books. This one wants tape, give him tapes. This one wants magazine, give him magazine. And they left. And then he turned to me and said, young man, kneel down. And I let down. I said, for, I said, remember the day as if it were yesterday. And I saw him coming towards me. I saw his two hands coming as if suddenly the two hands became very big. He laid those two hands on my head. That's all I remembered. When I woke up, I was on the floor. He was kneeling down before me, beside me, praying furiously. By the time I got up, I knew I got what I wanted. Somebody's going to get something that will keep your fire burning forever. And so you're going to pray prayer number seven. Father, breathe on me. Keep the air fresh. And never let your fire go out in my life.
never let the fire go out in my life. Conclusion. When Peter was in prison, in Acts chapter 12, from verse 5 to 11, Acts 12 from verse 5 to 11, and the angel of the Lord came in, and his yokes dropped off. And he got up, and the doors were opening on their own accord. When he got out of prison, he breathed fresh air. And his fire never went out from that moment onward. Brethren, in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Jesus Christ said, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man will hear my voice, I will come in. You can shut out the fresh air. If you lock your door and you refuse to open the door, even if the wind is blowing outside, it might not be able to come in. The Bible says, if you want to hear his voice, harden not your heart. Some of us have hardened our heart. We know what we are doing is wrong. Each time we hear the word of God, something tells you, you need to change. But we harden our heart. When you shut the door, against the one who can bring in fresh air. He will not force you. He will respect your free will. But one day you will realize you have missed something serious. The altar call I'm making tonight is not for those who have not given their life to Jesus Christ alone. It's for those of us who claim that we are born again and we are persistently doing things contrary to the will of God. It's knocking at the door today. Open the door to him. 
and fresh air will flow in. So if you want to give your life to Jesus, or you want to reconcile with Jesus Christ, before I count up to ten, come and stand before the altar. We will pray for your salvation. We will pray for your reconciliation with God. And then when others are praying for fresh air, you'll be free to pray too. And God will answer. I'm counting now. One. And I know some of you are very far away, so you need to move now and begin to come. If you shut the door against fresh air, it won't be able to come in. Open the door of your heart to him, and fresh air will flow in. Two. Three. Those of you who are very far away, you have to begin to move fast. Even those of you who are near, come quickly and begin to cry to the Lord for mercy. Tell him, I'm opening the door of my heart to you. Come in. Come and take over. Fall. Now, those of you already in front, begin to talk to the Almighty God. Ask Him to have mercy on you. Ask Him to save your soul. Or if you are a backslider and you are returning to Him, ask Him to please restore you to fellowship with Him. And the rest of us, shall we please stretch our hands towards these people and intercede for them. Pray that the Almighty God will have mercy on each and every one of them. That God will save their souls. And he will move in, move in into their lives and take absolute control. Pray for them. Those of you on the way, pray as you come. Ask God to be merciful unto you. Ask God to forgive all your sins. Ask him to take over your life. Ask him to come in and take absolute control. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed and so father almighty we thank you for an opportunity you have given us for fresh air thank you thank you thank you for these people who have decided to come forward to open the door of their hearts to you so that fresh air can flow in please receive them have mercy on them, forgive them, save their souls, let your blood wash away their sins, and let them remain forever members of your family. And every backslider who has decided to come back home, Father, receive. Don't let them ever backslide again. Father Almighty God, I pray. From this moment onward, any time they cry unto you, you answer them by fire. Thank you, Almighty. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
Amen. Praise the Lord. There is a redeemed Christian church of God very close to you. Join them for a life-changing experience. on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.